welcome everyone to Down in the D podcast, a uh, podcast about Detroit sports. And uh, today we'll be talking about a lot of uh, Lions news and Lions offseason here. And my name is Lawrence, and we have our other co host along with me. I'm Anthony. I'm Anthony. Max. And uh, yeah, we hope to have a nice little interesting talk here. I think our first topic here is uh, talking about the Lions draft class. It's been a little bit uh, since the draft. We have the ability to see what's going on in the mini camps and everything, get a nice handle on what the players are, let marinate, no quick judgments here. And we ended up splitting up all of the Detroit Lions picks throughout the draft for our um, group here to do a little bit more research on and get their thoughts about. So, who would like to go first? Well, since I got the number two pick, pick, I might as well go first, right? right? Yeah, of course. So, so, we're from Michigan. We're We're either either state state fans fans or Michigan Michigan fans. fans. We all know Hutchinson. Hutchinson. I I don't have to go go too far in depth. We know he's a beast. beast. We watched what he did against Ohio State. What he did against Michigan State. Even though we won. Um, um, yeah. yeah, so we so know, he's, we a know he's a beast. We know he's we gonna, know he's be, a gonna be a beast. And I could sit, sit down and break down, down every, down every little, little stat, stat, but that's just but that's not just worth not it because we, we already know. know. Even state fans wanted, wanted him. So, so I'm not gonna, I'm complain. Not gonna complain. We're happy. We're happy. Lions finally did something that seems right. So, not really gonna go too in depth with that with Hutchinson. Would you say this is like the Browns turning point, like when they drafted Miles Garrett? Do you think it's going to be the Lions turning point? No, because, no, because we're the Lions. We're the Lions. <laughs> and like where the Browns are, is, is not, not quite Miles Garrett. As much as, as, much as I'm excited for him, he's, he's not Miles Garrett. Garrett. I think he's going to be a real solid player. I think we all uh, talked about how much in the Akuda draft, how much we wanted um, Chase Young. What's his name? Yeah, Chase Young, like so much. And Chase Young's been pretty good. Um, I think Hutchinson's going to surprise. I think he's probably going to get. I think he's going to get double digits. I'm on. I'm going to go with a bold. I don't even know if it's bold. I'm going to go with 13 sacks this upcoming year. I mean, he had 14, I mean, he had 14 last, year. last year. I don't see why he can't do less games. Do 13, 13 and, a, and a, a few more a few games, more a games season. a season. I mean, 13 fours rookie year. That's it's my prediction there. So, um, I mean, he fits I mean, he in fits pretty, in nice. pretty we nice. We got a, a, a hopefully good young D line. We've drafted, we've drafted what, what, three, three new guys, guys in the last, in the last two, two seasons, seasons to be on that, be line. On that line. McNeil is going to improve. He's been making steps. Anuzarike was injured all of last year, so he's going to be pretty good. And then uh, we drafted we James Houston this Rockers. year. We have James Houston, we have Josh Pascal, Romeo Cora, Rockers, the Cora brothers. There's a lot of depth on this defensive line, and it's like the Cowboys are being healthy. It should be a pretty good rotation there that should be able to consistently penetrate through offensive lines. So that should open up them. I mean, mean, or at least least open someone someone up. up. I guess if they're focusing on him, that opens up the other side, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Hutchinson is the most polished, I think, of all of the uh, high defensive end draft picks or pass rusher picks. I mean, look at Trayvon Walker, and he didn't have that production. He only has one move. He has amazing physical talents. And, uh, like, look at guys like Max Crosby, who have been able to operate at an incredibly high level without having those insane physical traits, yet they're really polished and still have a lot of production there. So I think Hutchinson is going to be in that sort of mold. Really, he's a solid player. Like, no-brainer. I'm very happy they didn't wait and just instantly turn the card in. I'm that was fun. Jaguar. I love that. Trent Balky's a clown. An absolute <laughs> clown. All right, well, I can follow up with pick 18 if we want. Yeah. Ah, pick 18, the nice trade, which I think should go down in Detroit history for one of our best trades. 
Ever. Max, Max. Not pick Not 18, pick 18, 12. Pick 12. Oh, shoot. Oh, he's number 18. That's why I'm thinking that. Okay, well, whoops. Pick 12. Anyway, still, moved up 20 spots. Gave up a third. Basically switched seconds. Um, for the best wide receiver in the draft class, in my opinion, um, which is obviously Jameson Williams. Uh, just like Aiden Hutchinson, everybody knows who he is. I don't think there's too much to go in for him. I mean, obviously playing at Bama, he was great deep threat, great uh, pass catcher, great route runner, and he's fast. Um, obviously, coming off the torn ACL, there's questions about him. But for me, I think people are coming back from torn ACLs perfectly fine nowadays. And I don't think that should slow him down whatsoever. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. Uh, hopefully Jared Goff can get him the ball early and often. But overall, I think our whole entire like wide receiver court gets an upgrade from him. And I think he'll quickly develop into that number one receiver we need him to be. He, I mean, he looks the part for sure. Um, I don't know if you saw recently... Uh, ben Johnson was just like, it's, it's going to be really fun to have him on. He's someone that could really command coverage on the outside. Really, really great player. I'm also incredibly excited for him to be the next um, huge thing in Detroit. And that's, I mean, even without I, our wide receivers, that room is deep now, too. We got Jameson, we got Chark. As long as he stays healthy, Amin Ra, Josh Reynolds was pretty solid for us last year, and then I mean, we still got T.J. Hawkinson, one of the top tight ends. So I'm it's excited. a very, I I feel like it's a 2017, um, it, much deeper and better, but more of a 2017 Jaguars where they had Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, like these pretty good guys that would be top anywhere else but have a terrible offense but I think think Detroit's going to do better I mean I like look at what happened last year after after Anthony Lynn was fired yeah we were averaging 16 points a game and now uh new offensive coordinator Ben Johnson he took over for the play calling duties uh at the end of last year a little bit from uh, Dan Campbell, and it went up to I think twenty one points a game. So that's a four or five point swing, right there. So that's pretty promising. And hopefully, after a off season here and thinking and stuff, we'll see what this Ben Johnson guy has. I'm not too familiar with him in all honesty, but I hope he'll dial some stuff up. And he, we have a great offensive line and more tools to deal with. Yeah, I mean our offense was. Not the best last year, but they were certainly the most exciting to watch, at least in my opinion, with all of our fourth downs we would go for, or just trick plays even. I mean, it was fun to watch them, even though we lost a lot of games. The team you uh, like, they kind of suck, but they're a lovable team. Yeah. That's what the Browns were, and then they got Deshaun Watson. Now everyone hates them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk uh, we'll about talk that about one that a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I, uh, I'm going to pick up here with the 46 overall pick in round two with uh, Josh Pascal, the edge rusher from University of Kentucky. Uh, I think this guy is an absolute beast. Um really really is there for four years um he four year just guy he got melanoma and was redshirted in his sophomore year and then came back and was team captain for two years did pretty well um in 2020s junior years first year's team captain coming back 32 tackles six and a half tackle for loss a sack QB hit, an interception even, uh, has 21 and a half career ta- tackle for loss at that point. Um, then in last year, in 2021, he had um, 
A tackle for loss in 10 of the 12 games he played, and at one time he had an eight straight. Six or more tackles in six games. Uh, just a really, really special player, and I think he fits Detroit's culture mold. Um, his relative athletic score is a 9.09 out of 10, and that ranks 128 out of 1,389 defensive ends from 1987 to 2022. So that's a pretty good, I'm pretty happy with that. And he doesn't have like insane sack production, but he does have really good run stopping ability, which Detroit definitely had issues from. He always seems to get a good tackle for loss. He's a good tackler. And uh, he, based off of University of Kentucky and then the NFL Network, both have him ranging. NFL Network has him at 268 pounds. Uh, University of Kentucky has him at 278 pounds. So whether or not he's heavier for the middle or lighter for the outside, who knows? I'm assuming he's at 268 now since that's more updated. Uh, But he is... um, Pretty much looking at his relative athletic score, everything's really good. His explosiveness is elite. His uh, it's pretty much his height and weight, and his composite size grade is just okay. That's the only thing docking him. Mostly his height. You know what's you funny? Know what's funny? It, what? You're talking, You're talking about, about this. We're gonna go over Malvinas in a little bit, little bit. And, and it's almost it's like, almost like you're reading the same prospect. <laughs> I I mean they really I think Detroit really cut through the like just the fact here and they're like who are guys that have really good um like culture about them that they could bring to the team or going to be a team player and perform well even though there's like a bias and just like their physical size yet they find ways to produce. Hey, Josh Pascal I, is one of my favorite players of the draft now. I really I didn't know too much about him when he was drafted. Now I absolutely love the pick. It's fantastic. I have no issues at all. Absolute knockout of the park. It's great. Anything from you guys about Josh Pascal? No. No. Dude, the stud. That's Speaking all. studs. Let's go on to the other guy I did a little bit of research on. Uh, round three, pick 97. Uh, Kirby Joseph, the safety from Illinois. Uh, this guy, kind of uh, a little bit of the opposite. He didn't really, well, first three um, like years in college for University of Illinois, well, he didn't do all that much. Didn't, like He played in games, but he didn't do too much. He was subbed out a lot. Uh, and that was because I'm pretty sure it was Lovey Smith who was the head coach there. Just wasn't used very well. They switched it up. And they, like, well, sorry, Lovey Smith left. And they got some new coach with a whole new defensive scheme. Because it, it was no longer Tampa 2. It was originally Tampa 2. Uh, under Lovey Smith. Uh, and then, I don't know what defensive scheme they brought it to, but he ended up just producing. And he, like, on his 2021 junior year season, 57 tackles, a tackle for loss, a sack, five interceptions, two pass breakups, three fumble recoveries. He is a turnover machine. Um, we just, we have, uh, what is it, Trayvon Walker, right? That would be the number one pick, yes. No, no, my bad, not Trayvon Walker. Who's the safety? Tracy Walker. Tracy Walker, that's it. Tracy Walker, and then we signed Deshaun Elliott. I think Deshaun Elliott is a decent signing as well. But he, like, just Kirby Joseph... He's going to be put in, he's going to make plays, and he has just really good positioning for getting the ball when mistakes are made. He really just is a turnover machine. 
who's the number one graded defensive back in the nation by Pro Football Focus during the regular season last year. Uh, he really is just a, a stud of a player, and he could definitely like grow and develop uh, as he goes along here. He's 6'1", 200 pounds, um, and he's going to do some really good work in Aaron Glenn's defense, who definitely will know how to use him. Who he's, yeah, I'm so happy Aaron Glenn didn't get hired and picked up somewhere else because he's a really good defensive mind. And now that we're switching over to 4-3, should be a system he's more familiar with. It shouldn't be too much of a um, leap, and he should see some playing time. I don't know if he's going to start. We'll see how the safety battle uh, shakes out. But I'm hoping that he does get to start. Maybe Tracy Walker gets injured. I hope not. Maybe Deshaun Elliott will start over him. But either way, uh, Kirby Joseph should be a turnover machine for the Lions in the next few years. I mean, we need safety help. So, so. work yeah. for it. It's nice. It's nice. Third round. round. Would have liked to see it a little a higher, higher, but I mean, I, mean, I was happy, I was with, happy that with that first three picks, picks, so I'm not, so I'm not, I'm not complaining, not complaining over here. And then in round five, pick 177, James Mitchell. We really don't have much to say. We'll save him for the rest at the end of Chase Lucas and the UDFAs. But um, how about pick 188 in round six? All right. So, like so, I was like saying, it's pretty, pretty much the same, same prospect, prospect as, uh, as uh, of uh, Josh Pacheco. Josh Pacheco. Yeah. Um, um, but, but his RAS score was off the chart. Out of... Out of 2,188 linebackers, linebackers from 87, 87 to, 22. to 22. He ranked 320. For a six-round pick, that's pretty damn good. I actually don't know if I can swear on here, but I did. Scored a RAS score of 8.54 out of 10, which, again, for a six-round pick, looks pretty good. His biggest con, his height, and his length, which, again, sounds just like what you were saying. So, of, so course, of course, that, that also means, means he's going to struggle to cover tight ends, ends because, because they're gigantic. gigantic. And, and apparently, apparently, while he while runs 4-5, he, he is much, much better, better in a straight line than he is, he is I guess they, I call, guess it they call it twitch. Which is, which I guess, is, I guess your ability, ability to change, change direction. direction. So, I mean, you can work on that. So, that's not the end of the world. But I'm not going to complain. I mean... He's, He's currently, currently rejected, rejected by next stats, stats to be a good backup back with the potential to be a, be a starter. starter. For a six-round pick, that's pretty that's good. It's 5'11", 232. But again, but again that's, that's, that's kind of small, small, especially if you're going to be covering a tight end. Tight end. Yeah, I mean, but apparently he's a pretty likable guy. guy. His, His senior year, he posted 76 tackles, 15 for a loss with three sacks. Four, four fumbles four and 14, 14 starts. starts. Oh, then oh, in the then Fiesta, Fiesta Bowl, Bowl, he got he the got defensive, defensive MVP, MVP with 11 tackles and interception and two press breakups over, over Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, which is which not a bad, not team, a bad team, even if they did lose their coach. coach. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he seemed like a likable guy. Apparently, he's a team captain. For only starting one and a half years, he was a team captain, which is pretty impressive. That really, that does, really mean does mean he's probably a pretty high-character high character guy. guy. Which is exactly what the Lions are trying to do right now. So I was going to say, that's Dan Campbell right there. Right there. He's all about exactly. high-character high character guys. guys. Yeah. Also, look at who we have. We have Derek Barnes, Eric Anzalone, Alex Anzalone. Davis. <laughs> so, Can't believe yeah, brought him back. Yeah, we got a lot of clowns. Well, no, I won't call them clowns. I like Anceloni and Barnes enough, but Gerard Davis. Let's just Let's say just we're say not we're deep or talented in that position. No, no, whatever the battle is in training camp here, I hope Malcolm Rodriguez wins it out because I would rather see him um, than the others. Jared Davis. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So I so think you'll I think you'll probably end up seeing him on a lot of first and second downs where he where it tends to be more of a run, run, run place. Apparently, Apparently he's a lightning, he's a lightning bolt, bolt coming, coming downhill, downhill against, against the run. The run. So, so, 
you'll definitely see him on special teams to start the season, and I'm sure you'll probably see him on first. I guess obvious runs because that seems to be his strength. Gotcha. Well, I guess going off the whole entire being a great or having a great character just what I've read about James Houston. That's what the coaches say. That's what the scouts say. He's a football player. He fits exactly what the Lions are trying to do. Uh, for those of you who don't know who James Houston is, uh, I mean, I didn't know who he was before, uh, but he's a former five-star recruit coming out of high school, and he went to Florida, didn't really see the field too much, so... His senior year, or I think it was his graduate year actually, he transferred to Jackson State to play under, I mean, legendary cornerback Deion Sanders, which, I mean, if I'm a defensive player, I'd love to be coached by him. So, uh, switched there, uh, where Deion Sanders actually moved him from a linebacker to an edge rusher. And uh, at first, obviously being a player, you don't want to be switched, but that's when his character really showed and he was happy to switch and he was just wanted to do what was best for the team and honestly it was probably best for him and it's most likely one of the only reasons he was drafted because that season that he played his sole season at Jackson State he had 70 tackles 16 and a half sacks 7 forced fumbles 24 and a half tackles for loss and 2 defensive touchdowns in 13 games um, I mean Jackson State, obviously, they're not they're not playing big schools like Bama, LSU, so can't really compare them to a Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, being his first year at an edge rusher, he's definitely has work to do uh, when it comes to his rush package and whatnot. But I mean, that comes with lack of inexperience or lack of experience, but. I mean, be able to total that those stats with less than a year at the position, and it's a good start. And six-round pick might as well, right? Uh, yeah, but he is pretty small. That's one thing I saw. He's only six-two, but he has a wingspan of eighty-three inches, which is pretty pretty large in comparison to most. So that is what helps him. He is a monster when it comes to bull rushing, but he needs to get faster hands. Um, but yeah, he's a great run stopper, great sack artist. So I guess we'll see what happens with him. And oh, my one, my favorite thing about him actually is his nickname. It's the problem. Going off the wordplay, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> But, I mean, I don't know. You guys, I, I don't know if you have anything to add about him, but, uh, I mean, six-round pick, why not take a shot, right? I like him. We've got a lot of different pass rushers in the room. I, I don't know how they're going to deploy him, but I, I forget about, um, what's his name? Is it Charles Harris? Yeah, Charles Harris. Yeah, I, I, I think Charles Harris. A lot of people are down on him. I think he did okay last year. He was our like well, he led the team sack. Yeah, he was our best yeah. pass rusher last year. Yeah, he got a lot more. Um, I think Rockers is one that I think we should cut eventually. I think he's too much in the cap right now, but uh, yeah. he's old and not good anymore. Oh, oh, I, I, I think, think he's pretty much pretty done, done at this season, season anyway. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, he's got like a year left. Year left. Also, also, I did find, I, I apologize to put this here, but uh, OTAs, we were like halfway through OTAs, and they did uh, a bunch of standouts of what people have been seeing in practice here. And um, Kirby Joseph already picked off the Tim Boyle pass and apparently uh, almost picked off a second one after Defadu Malinwafu was out for leg injury. So people really like what they see and he's been making the most of the opportunities. So he picked off the trash can and almost picked off a second trash can? Yeah. I mean, hey, that's what it's for. Yeah, that's what it's for. 
if he, if he, if he, if he can't pick, pick off the trash can, then he's not going to pick off a not trash can, can, you know? I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Alright, you want to get to your last two of James Mitchell and Chase Lucas? You can group them together. I am not thinking James Mitchell because I, I'm sorry, no offense, James Mitchell, if you ever this, I don't care. Um, yes, yes he's going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> I, that'd be pretty neat, but I feel bad for the guy in, like, who's saying that, but I'm, I'm, we'll see what happens. Um, Chase Lucas, uh, Chase Lucas has a relative athletic score of 8.9, which isn't too bad. Um, he, he just doesn't seem, like, his speed's okay, his explosiveness is good, his agility is good, um, just his weight, his bench, his height, mediocre. So, he's just a guy that can do, um, yeah, I think he may, uh, with a cornerback room that isn't that good right now, maybe he will have a role in that, I mean, it's hard since it's been a seventh round pick. But maybe maybe you can do something. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see after it shakes out here. Other than that, I'm gonna have to free agents well, pretty much as let me let me give, give some, some respect to James Mitchell. Mitchell. You can't, you just, can't just completely trash, trash the guy. Alright, alright. So, so I didn't I really didn't look anything up, but if I remember correctly, he was a he's a tight end out of Virginia Tech. And he, and he got, got hurt, hurt at the start, start of the season. season, and so he, and had, so he, had, he ended up missing his last season at Virginia Tech, Tech due to an injury, or else he probably would have won a lot higher. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure he, he was, was originally at the start of the season rejected to go in the second round, but then he, I don't know what he did, but I'm pretty sure he was out for the season with an injury. I'm pretty sure he's injured right now in camp. If he's injured right now in, uh, in camp, and like, uh, that kind of sucks. If Here we go. Issue. So, he may be a good player. I, I don't know. Here, here's the fr- I did a quick little Google search. So. It says, weeks after being selected, the captain Virginia Tech's offense star tight end James Mitchell is off for the season after injuring his knee in victory against Middle Tennessee. So, yes, he was out for most of the season. He was supposed to go in the second round. And, and it, it could, could potentially be a steal, especially if he's playing, playing on the field as a second tight end. end. Could be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's good, and it speaks to his character that he was another captain. Out of all, I don't know if there's anything else on him, but I have the undrafted free agents that Detroit signed. Alright, let's go. Which only three of them I have interest in. Make it four. And let's start with the first three and lump them all together. Someone to hopefully replace Halibu Potty Baitai or that one guard. The one not good person on Detroit's offensive line. TCU. Offensive tackle, Obina Ease. I think I'm pronouncing that. Ferris State, offensive line, Zane Obeid. And then Michigan State, offensive guard, Kevin Jarvis. So, maybe those guys, maybe we'll find some value in those guys and they'll be good. Other than that, we're looking at Central Michigan's on wide receiver, Khalil Pimpleton. Very interesting. Maybe he'll do something. Maybe he'll be the poor man's Debo Samuel. We'll see if he sticks. That's all I got. All right. We want to move into the around the league. Everything that's happening in the NFL. Uh, sure. All right. Who want what? what there's so many good topics. What are we starting with? Fitzmagic retired. Oh, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the string of retirements. Like, it's so sad. Yeah. All right. Magic being the most important. <laughs> yeah, if it's magic. Like all teams. teams. Uh, I don't think it's twelve. I think it was like eight. I want to say it was nine. 
Some good research on us right here. <laughs> this part wasn't planned. But no, always a big fan of Fitzmagic whenever he'd start, even though you knew it was only for like two or three games before he just went full trash can. Yeah, everybody loves Fitzmagic. But I mean, he has some of the most unforgettable plays, I feel like, with the, especially, well, but it was against the Dolphins when he got face masked. Face masked and just threw that dime. I, I forget who. Yeah. Also, oh, oh, it's, it's nine teams. teams. Damn. Damn. I mean, I mean it, him, him playing for the Jets, Jets definitely. Like, he's just playing for the Jets. He's been in the league for 10 years and then, and then he played for the Jets. Jets. And then that, that kind of launched him into more. Uh, more yeah, that'll more accelerate your retirement. Yeah, and then, and then the box, box when he kept bouncing around, around the chains there. Mm-hmm. And who else oh, replied? Alex Mack I saw yeah, something that was, that was like, like he was the last QB, QB taken, taken in his draft, draft class, class, but he has, but he the, has second the second most touchdowns in his draft class. class. I want to say it was behind Aaron Rodgers. That's a good person to have it behind. And then Alex Mack is gone. Alex Mack. Frank Gore. Frank Gore Gore has been gone for a while. He just officially retired. Yeah. He got a knockout in the boxing. He's going to be dust in a few years. Like, he played until he was 100. It makes no sense. Good for him. Good for him just sticking around, being reliable. Stefan Tewitt retired as well. He used to be a beast. Yeah, he, he still is. is. He's still with he was only 28, 29. Yeah, he was young. Like, he wasn't. Yeah, he was relatively young and in a good pass rusher. That hurts. That really hurts the Steelers. So, I mean, I think what hurts the Steelers the most is their quarterback situation. Uh, I personally, I'm a fan of Kenny Pickett. I'm on the Money Mitch, baby. Come on. Money Mitch, Kenny Pickett, I think they're going to have a... I think it's going to look better than whatever Big Ben did last year. That's for sure. That's fair. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, and they got more options. I mean, Money Mitch doesn't work. Pickett doesn't work. Money Mitch... They're yeah. not going to throw Mason Rudolph out there, there that's, that's for sure. sure. Well, they can't. He can't even see straight after Miles Garrett. No, no Miles no, Garrett beat the shit out of him. I can do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, I mean, I, I, it, it feels bad. It fits magic. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Get like, like ten, yeah, yeah, he made like ten million dollars last year. He only threw like, like six passes, passes on the Washington Football Team. Made ten million dollars. Good for him. High end backup. That's what they're getting paid nowadays. Imagine. I say the best job in all sports is backup quarterback. Yep. Sit on the sidelines. Get paid. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Um, oh, Matt Patricia. Interesting story with him today. If anybody wants to go into that. So apparently he's going to be calling offensive plays for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't even call defensive plays for the Lions, and he's a defensive guru. Yeah, Mac Jones, man. I'm sorry for you. He's an absolute clown. Has no touches given, given up. up. He lost Brady and he said, screw it, I'm just going to make this team a joke. I think so. I think they drafted him really poorly. They have no worse salary cap situation in the league. The salary cap doesn't exist. Let's just look at that, look at that extension the Rams just signed. Donald Donald for. Come on, cap doesn't exist. The Rams just say we'll be first round draft picks. Um, they also they don't need a salary cap, cap apparently. Not really. I mean, they're taking the majority of Jared Goff. Well, that, that, that's just Jared Goff. That was the wrong call. 
Yeah, especially they have nobody in the wide receiver room. Yeah, I go, oh boy, Patricia's going to call the best, best play for Jacob Myers to catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no no one's, one's saying that. that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be run play, run play, run play, punt. Yeah, I can't wait for James Wade to come back another year. It's like, oh cool, 2016 was so long ago. just going to go back to another happy ending place. He's going to be spending a lot more time there instead of the games, that's for sure. Well, I guess um, kind of a good segue, because I was about to bring up uh, the Browns. <laughs> uh, I, I saw reports about them uh, potentially bringing back OBJ. Is that a joke? No, that's a real life. They're talking about it. I mean, they have a lot of cap space to work with. Which is surprising to me because they made some really big signings. Given, I mean, but they just paid David Njoku like over ten million dollars a year. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Yeah, he got paid. Miles Garrett got paid. I mean, the whole team's paid. Deshaun Watson got guaranteed. He got two hundred million guaranteed for a guy that is probably not going to play at all this year. Oh, I think he'll play. I think he's only going to get suspended. At most no, eight talk, games. Talking about a whole year, which is just really. also why the Browns only signed him for one million for the season. All that's the money comes after this. this. Oh well, I guess smart signing by them. He's also got, got accused, accused by another person, person, so he's up to so twenty-four counts. Yeah. Did you see the video on Instagram? The video of Deshaun Watson. How about his lawyer? Have you heard about his lawyer? I mean, it seems to be not that bad, but it's more the Mule Khalifa's are his place. place. <laughs> 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 oh. And everyone was just, like, worried. They're just like, oh, God, this man's a monster. You just know. <laughs> well, did he hear his lawyer say? This is probably the funniest thing over here. The lawyer goes... <coughs> the lawyer goes... Shit. He, um, he, um, he pretty he much is on a, a talk show and he goes, goes okay, let's be real here. How many men haven't gone to a massage parlor that ended up with a happy ending? ending. As, long as long as you don't, don't pay for, for the happy ending, ending it's, it's not a crime. crime. He goes, and just because the woman's uncomfortable, and just because the woman's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's sexual assault. I'm like, dude, you literally just admitted to everything and now you're trying to say... I, 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 I don't, don't understand. understand. A lawyer's, a lawyer's not, not supposed, supposed to say, say any of what he did, and he did. Do you think if you were, like, a multi-millionaire, you would hire a federal lawyer? Well, he's one of the best. <laughs> but he's 80 years old, and you know they decide they're not going to kill filters anymore. So. Damn. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So, that's, that's another reason. So, there was only 23 accounts until today, and the lawyer went on air and said that yesterday, so it's 24 when we came forward. Said, are you really gonna make these stupid, stupid comments, comments on, on, on the, the airways, airways now? now? Come, on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the two most hated people in the NFL right now are uh, Sean Watson and then and then Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' team is. I don't know why he keeps pissing off his fan base and the team he plays for, and then chose to sign with them again. Because that's how he gets more money. Smart business tactic. 
Because, you know, the fan. I mean, sure, the fans might be mad for a little bit, but when he comes back, he's their saving grace. What are they going to do? Start Jordan Love? Oh, they're not going to make it because those Lions are going 11 and 6. Okay, let's. let's come on. Alright, so we have all the illusion today. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day. The underdogs are going to do well. The defense is going to be absolutely crushing. Um, Sexton is going to turn into the next Deion Sanders. The guy he was supposed to be as when he drafted. That's why I like Aaron Glenn so much, because I think Aaron Glenn is going to do. Miracles with Arcuda and the whole entire secondary. If anyone's going to go anything from Arcuda, being way overdrafted, it's going to be Aaron Glenn. Exactly. I love Detroit's coaching staff so much, and Brad Holmes, fantastic. I like that they've been doing good money deals, like they have with one or two deals here now. And I know everyone like hates the Ford family and wants them to sell, but I actually have no issue with Sheila. I think she has done a, a good job as owner. She hasn't messed up anything yet. As long as she doesn't um, blow a little team if we do bad this year, and if we. Um, if it's, if it's like, like even next year, let's say they have a 500 record. Don't make, Don't make it to the, the playoffs, but 500 record. And she blows it up then, then, then I'd be a little upset. upset. Well, that's well, not going to happen. happen. That's, that's why they have six year contracts. Yeah. But my biggest criticism so far has been the fact that they let two terrible, terrible coaches, or I guess coach and GM, and Patricia and Quinn. Take, take number three, three overall and take a good When we could have easily fired them, them got, got someone new, and, and drafted a real quarterback. quarterback. But, that's, that's my biggest flaw. Who would you have drafted at quarterback? Quinn Williams? I would have drafted Quinn Williams instead. Or we could have taken Tua or the one from the Bolts. Why am I blanking on his name? Herbert. Herbert. I would have been fine with taking Herbert over Akuda. You were not the biggest fan of Herbert back then. No, no but I definitely wasn't a fan, fan of Akuda. Oh, I was. I would have taken any quarterback over him. I didn't care who. I still was. I wasn't even too old. And now I'm completely wrong. Either way, I think Detroit's building a big quiet too. Building a giant. Very good. Talent, talent all, all around the board with, with depth. depth. Um, yeah, 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 I, I, I think, think maybe a year, year they'll draft, draft a quarterback. They'll draft, draft uh, one, one more premier defensive person. person. And, and then, then that Detroit, Detroit push, push, push would be great. great. Yeah. I want to move on to our third topic. topic? What's, What's the third topic? topic? All the, All the other Detroit, Detroit sports. sports. Oh, Just hey, really. Let me go through, through the, uh, coaching shake, shake up here. here. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens uh, got, got rid of Wink Martindale's defensive coordinator and put in some other guy. Which I he's from Michigan. Michigan. He's the Michigan uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, that's right. He is the guy, guy from Michigan. Um. um Hey, that's where Morningwood went. I don't know who they're going to get, but Brian DeBowl isn't... I don't know, I'm a little suspect because I don't think it's Brian DeBowl's play calling that allowed the Buffalo Bills to be so high in terms of you. I think it's more... Josh well, Allen. Just the talent. Yeah, yeah, Josh, Josh Allen's talent and trade traders for stuff like this. I don't think it's Brian DeBoer. That being said, I'm sure Brian DeBoer is fine. 
but I, but I don't think he's this is insane. Uh, I mean, we're also acting like Josh Allen didn't come in the league with a very inaccurate arm. Someone, Someone had to teach him to be a little more accurate. Quarterback yeah. coach. Okay. I know. I, guess I, I'm I, mean, I would still give some credit to the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think, sure I think he'll be a good coach for sure. I'm sure he looked at Nathan Peterman and was just like, okay, I don't got to be like that as long as I'm not that. And, and probably learned a little bit from uh, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. He's been around for a while, but uh, Chicago Bears got whole new coaching staff, whole new GM. And Ryan Zuse was out, so they hired Matt Eberflus from the Colts defense. Best part is the stupid, stupid signing. Yeah, I I don't know about that. I like Eberflus. I don't think. I don't know. I forget who they're all for according to. So I I. From my remember, I'm like, ooh, clowns. Um, you got to develop Justin Fields. He's your franchise quarterback, and they hire a defensive mind. They're not going to do that. They just, the Bears single handedly are going to ruin his career. Well, exactly. Just like how we almost ruined Stafford. The Bears are not seem very much offensive line either, which is a huge need. Nope. He was getting killed last year, and there's going to let him keep getting killed. Dallas Cowboys, I'm surprised Kellen Moore. Is Kellen Moore to the Bears as their head coach? That was a smart move. I love Kellen Moore. I love Kellen Moore. He's great. The Broncos got Daniel Hackett from Green Bay, which, once again, I don't know. I think things about Hackett a lot more than I do Brian DeBull. Where I think Brian Hackett's success is probably based off of Aaron Rodgers. Because, I mean, wasn't he the quarterback's quarterback's coach coach or offensive coordinator? Which one was he? I am not too sure, but anything revolving Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers' job. Either Either way, way, Aaron Aaron Rodgers has has been MVP two years in a row. But whenever we see Jordan Love, who's been learning the same systems, Jordan Love looks also. So who knows? But they've got Russell Wilson. I don't know if you've seen the videos that put out, but it's not something. Detroit's guy, Ben Johnson, is their offensive coordinator. He has the same coordinator now as the offensive coordinator. And Anthony Lynn is out, which is probably for the best. He's Texans. Got uh, rid of, rid of Rome, Romeo, Romeo uh, Cornell, who I think announced his retirement today. Yes, he did. Yesterday. Yesterday. Can we but, jump back to Ben Johnson real quick? What? what? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can go back to Johnson. Johnson. Is, is he, he going to be calling plays, or is this all Dan Campbell again? They haven't decided yet. Not decided yet. Okay. I I think she should get the chance to call plays. I think that'd be neat, but... Um, I think early in the season, you might as well give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he probably has more experience. He probably has more experience. Between Game 1 and Ben Johnson. Either way, Lovey Smith is the Houston Texans coach now. Good signing. I like Lovey Smith. I like Lovey Smith too, but I think. I don't think anybody going into the Texans is going to make that big of a change just based on the no talent there. It's just funny. Levy Stiff just keeps coming back. Like, you yeah. think he's done. All of a sudden, he pops up somewhere, and then he disappears for, again, you know, a few more years, and then he comes back. Now he's head coach now all again. Yeah. It would have been much more interesting if they hired Josh McCown like they wanted. They wanted, they wanted Josh, Josh McCown to be their head coach so bad, but the <laughs> fans hated it. I would love to see Josh McCown as a coach. coach. Boom, boom, boom on someone's like, like uh, coaching, coaching staff. That would be great. That would be a train wreck. I'd rather see Kellen Moore as a head coach. Kellen Moore is probably going to be a head coach, but yeah. I'd love to see Josh, Josh McCown. Uh, Josh Talcott from McCown. I don't, <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know who the Packers or Colts replace their um, coaches or coordinators left with, but, but who cares? My favorite head coach signing was Mike McDaniel to the Dolphins. 
I let's let's go to Jaguars being clowns and hiring Doug Peterson. The Vikings didn't Vikings hire somebody? Yes, they did. Yeah, new GM and a new coach. Yeah, they they hired the Vikings GM. New GM made the most puzzling trade with Detroit, so that we get get which is hilarious. Their head coach is Kevin in the second round to let them get a wide receiver. We I don't know what they were doing. Ten spaces, twenty for for them to go down twenty. It's it's or, or no, no us to go to go either way. Some guy O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it's another McVay thing. He's going to be the next Zach Taylor, where it's he lives or dies by the talent field. field. And that talent is, is known as Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, um, who knows? Who knows? That's, that's an unknown. unknown. I'm assuming, wow, Detroit, Detroit really, really is going to do okay, okay this year. I was going to say, you see you see the Vikings being a train wreck, and you see the Bears being a train wreck. Exactly. And let's just say Aaron Rodgers gets hurt early. I mean, they're putting in love with no wide receiver core. No tight ends. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying we're going to win because we'll be lucky to win six games. But you think so? The rest of the division is a train wreck. I don't think we'll be lucky. I think that's very possible this year. I think we should win seven to nine. Three or four games. Barely anything. I want to see. I could see. I could see seven to nine. That's what I think. It's the Lions. I'm not getting my hopes up. We always get our hopes up. Come on, we're Lions fans. <laughs> I would like to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a coaching tradition, which makes them worse. They hired back Matt Nagy. I don't know why. The Saints have a new head coach. I forget his name. Just the next guy up, Sean Payton. I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, the Saints, uh, the Saints have, have thought they were going to absolutely be a dumpster fire. fire. They, they are. Having a they will be. Okay, off season. Uh, they got the Manchester. They got. Uh, so they got a guy that's off injured. And is only getting older. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Yeah, they're going to have a running back that's out for the first few games of the season. They have no quarterback because it's Jameis. Come on. I love yeah, Jameis. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think everyone, everyone likes Jameis now. <laughs> For I some mean, reason, everybody started to like him. He's, he's, he's an idiot. Yeah. We, we embraced him. He got banned last year for a tight end. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. The Saints are a weird team. I don't think they can do well, but they've kept it together better than some other teams. They will win because of their defense. So they will win in spite of their offense. The Las Vegas Raiders hire Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. I don't know. I don't know about that. Honestly, I was going to say I don't know about Josh McDaniels. Because I don't like coaches that come out of the Patriots system. But Why is that? Is it Matt Patricia. Like I don't know the answer of yeah. Matt Patricia. Yeah. But right now with the Patriots debating putting Matt Patricia as the offensive play caller, there's got to be some big hole that they're trying to fill, and that would be Josh McDaniels calling offensive plays. Or... There's, There's no, no hole to fill, fill because Belichick does it all, so they said, screw it, I'll make a joke out of this and put Matt Patricia as offensive coordinator. Yeah, that could also be the truth. I don't know. I think, I think the team is just a mess. mess. But the, the Raiders, Raiders did like, like improve a little bit in the division that's going to do them. The Giants got Brian DeBull, and they're going to be a team. I guess. I don't know. Don't be the Jets. Max. Um, yes, Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. I, I hate every press conference <laughs> Why? He's so, so much. He's so annoying. He's so goofy. I love it. He's like a rat. He's like, hey, guys. Yeah, this is I, 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 don't don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. 
and I, 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 don't, I guess I did for coaching stuff. The, the one last thing I want to talk about here is that um, if Trey Lance doesn't see the field, will he be one of the biggest busts of all time? He'll see the field. I think he'll, he'll see the field this year. I think he's terrible. Well, then he's bust. But he's also still young, so... I mean, as a quarterback, it take I mean, the quarterbacks take a while, unless obviously you're Joe Burrow. But I guess, yeah, but yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow was one of those. Oh, I forget the Buccaneers. Bruce Arians retired, and now my favorite coaching gig is another head coaching gig. He retired in parentheses. Aaron Rodgers didn't want him. Or not Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady didn't want him. Tom Brady. Yeah, but yeah, no, very happy to see um. I can't, I can't even remember his name. Todd Bowles. Take over. And, and, uh, I forgot about uh, that. If they, if they win the Super Bowl ring for Todd Bowles at the helm, I'm okay, okay with that. that. I like, might get him to another Super Bowl ring. Give Todd Bowles the Super Bowl ring that he was just on his own. And I'm more tired. I don't care after that. Well, I know you've always been a big Todd Bowles fan. Huge Todd Bowles They're not winning the Super Bowl. I will say this. No, Detroit Lions are. Facts. I will see. I can't wait this year. I'm more than happy because it's now going to be the next yearly thing. The Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona Cardinals nosedive after coming out red hot at the beginning of the season. They're going to be so bad. Now we're assuming Kyler Murray's going to come back and and actually play, considering he hasn't shown up for anything so far. Yeah, yeah. He wants a new contract that he's not worth. He showed up. I really don't think they're going to pay it. He showed up. He might be out. He might be out a few weeks. He might actually hold out a few weeks. General manager Steve Kine, in my opinion, is the second worst general manager in the league with the trailer trunky up here at the Jaguars being the worst. Why do you say that? Uh, the guy's got uh, like three or three four, four extremely wise, and he's been the GM, GM for the longest time, time even though he weighs like, like 400 pounds, and it's like a red, red thumb. thumb. And, and he also, he also just, just, like, I don't think he warrants staying in the position. If you look at the draft picks and how well he's drafted over the years, Kyler Murray is the best one. Like, other than that, he hasn't really done anything too inspiring with his draft capital. Uh, I mean, Isaiah Simmons is very good last year, but other than that, I mean, there's a lot of whiffs. Robert Kimchichi, um the guy that just did really good in the Panthers and then signed with uh, the Eagles, that linebacker, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick was a first-round pick that did terrible for the Cardinals and then did great everywhere else. I don't think uh, he's a really good GM, and I think Cliff Kingsbury is a hack. So, yeah, that team will be very fun to watch burn, and I will laugh. I will laugh as the Cardinals burn. Bears burn and the Vikings burn, and I hope Green Bay has the worst luck of their life and burns. So that's my predictions. All right, on to topic three. Yes. Topic three. All right, we're going to talk about my favorite team, the Detroit Red Wings. Started strong, ended as garbage fire, but that's okay because we have Mo Cider, future Calder winner. Maybe by the time we get this on, might actually be the Calder winner. And then we have Lucas Raymond, who again, number 23, 23 goals. My favorite number. Rookie we got a lot year. to look forward to. Drafting eighth overall this year, we finally did fall in the draft for once, which is, I guess, a shock. Um, Looking for a new head coach, finally. Number one choice would be, obviously, Barry Tross. I don't know why he would want to come to us, but we got Steve Eisman, so I believe. Um, also today, Boston fired Bruce Cassidy, which I can't believe. So maybe Boston will go for Barry, and maybe we can go for Cassidy. I wouldn't mind. But it can be pretty positive after the season, even though it ended so poorly. Rasmussen ended strong. 
Verona is just a beast. An unbelievable goal scorer. 13 goals in 26 games. I mean, that's unheard of. Unless you're Matthews. So, yeah. A lot to look forward to. Iceman's going to lead us back to the Stanley Cup. And that's all I got on the Red Wings. Yeah. We can I mean, talk about... Young team. Life. Very young team. With plenty of young players hopefully coming up next year. Yeah, Edvinson should be up. Yeah, he should be up. Hopefully Bergen will be up. Maybe Sonnenblum will be up. Yeah, it'll be exciting. All As we need season to do this off season is make that defense a thousand times better and get us second line center. And we might be a borderline playoff team. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Huh. Alright. Pistons. None oh. of us are huge Pistons fans, but we uh, uh I can are you gonna say how we fell to the fifth pick? <laughs> That's exactly where I was starting. Yeah. Just because I, I, the Red Wings That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we got there in the Pistons. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Cunningham did great. Pistons lose again. Yeah, yep. I mean, oh, anyway, we won't really talk too much about them, but yeah. Well, let me just a little bit. Had the best Maybe odds. We'll had the best odds to get in the top. Th- I mean, best odds. To get the top to get pick. The number one pick. We, I guess we were tied with the two other teams and end up falling fifth. Just because the Red Wings didn't fall this year, that means the Pistons had to. Yeah. So. I mean, at least they, off, I uh, at least they gifted us last year and allowed us to pick Cade Cunningham at one. That is very true. And I mean, honestly, I'd rather be drafting first this year than, or last year than this year anyway. A hundred percent. But there is one player I do like with fifth overall if he does fall there, and that's Shaden Sharp. Didn't play last year. Supposed to go to Kentucky, but I just kind of like the name Shaden Sharp. That Sounds is a cool. pretty cool name. One guy I absolutely do not want is Keegan Murray. What about Chet? I mean, he probably won't be there, but he's gonna be gone. I didn't. Yeah. I, I like Chet. He's. T- I mean, he's what you want in today's NBA. He's definitely not ready. Oh no! But hey, we need we'll a. We'll have professional. What I've now, heard from professional friends is that we need a big, we need a big guy. But um, no. I don't know. I feel like as the draft gets closer, I'll do some more research on the Pistons. It's got to be coming up here in the coming months after the season is over. I think it's June. For some reason, I think it's June. It could be, Maybe. for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the Red Wings draft that's in June. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the end of June. Whichever draft it is, either it's it's hockey or, ba- or basketball, but it's the, it's end of June, I want to say. And then, I guess we'll talk about the last team, the yeah. only team that's still playing. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't consider what they're doing playing. No, no. I was excited. I thought we were going to be able to talk positive about them. They Same. won two out of three against Cleveland and then beat Minnesota four to five. And I was like, okay, we might be turning the corner a little bit. Maybe at least finishing average after such a bad start for a second year in a row. But then we got swept this weekend by the Yankees, giving up. One hit in the first game, and then three hits in the second game, and maybe it's the other way around where it's just pathetic. But let me ask you something: Is Casey's eyes really, really bad? He's hurt again. He's been hurt. He's been a letdown so far. He was he was a good prospect, but his big issue when he was a prospect was he throws. Split finger slider, and that's a terrible pitch for your for your arm. It's one of the pitches. It's one of the most injured throwing motions, I guess. Or pitches. I don't know how you want to word that. But he stopped throwing it, and that's what made him so good. And then either way, he's still been hurt the last two seasons, even with throwing it a lot less. But we found our ace in Tarek Skubal. Yes. Luckily, we have Skubal. He's the only saving grace, I guess, for this season. (laughs) Skubal has been unreal. I don't know what team of the series against the Yankees was, but I saw that whoever was pitching 
was tipping his plate, like tipping what he was throwing and the Yankees picked up on it. So, so like, he, like, he, he, would, he took, took a long, a long look before his throws motion towards third base, base it was going to be a fastball, anything, anything else, else it's going to be a breaking ball. You know, I did I see that. I want to say it was uh, it was one of our young starters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Why well, can't uh, think of his name? It was it Fado? No, it starts with a B. Joe Burrow, Burrow, maybe. Oh, yeah, right? I know who you're talking about. Don't know his name, but, yes, but I know who you're talking about. That that did happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're another pretty. Young team, young core. Obviously, we have Miguel. But, but they don't Obviously have any Obviously, we offense. were hoping Javi was going to be better. I always wanted Correa. I did not want Javi, but... Nobody wanted Javi, no. but he was cheaper, so... Yeah. Illich went cheap because that's what he does. Yeah, bring back Mike. <laughs> that and fire Avila. skeleton. What was that? Avila hasn't brought a single good... Offensive player onto this team. No. We have Torkelson, we got Riley Green to hold for, but other than that, those were, I guess, what, first overall and fourth overall or sixth overall? Yeah. No one that he selected other than that to play any position role has been good. We got all these pitchers and nothing else. And we got all these prospects from all the big names we traded a few years back. Yep, we traded. All these amazing players have gotten nothing. Yeah. The best player was uh, it's one of our relievers now. I cannot think of his name. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's gonna bother me. We talked about this. Um, yes, we opening did. day. Yeah. Anyways, it's not fast. I don't know. Well, well I mean, the I mean, Tigers. The tigers uh, Oh, no, I, think I, I think I'm going to go to the baseball game. Well, actually, we actually weekend. were talking about going uh, the day before Father's Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. We can watch this list. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we can win. Excited. Can we're... I start a fire of Vila chant? <laughs> or sure, sure. Sure, sure. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> all right, everybody. Ask, uh, I, I think we're all good, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, just gonna, gonna see if I can see this. Come, uh, Cabrera to 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 uh,